so we get to go. Welcome, Brian. Everyone, one more time. Welcome, w welcome Brian. Brian, to the Winter Guy. Sorry, the confusion there. You no, no, you guys are fine. Good to see everybody. I'm glad to be here. How's it feel yeah. being back? Feels crazy. Um, just walking around, seeing all the familiar faces, seeing you guys. I mean, I think the last time I was out here was obviously when I had the big slam. So nine years, eight years, nine years. So it's good being back. A lot yeah. of, a lot of memories, a lot of emotion. Like, feels good though. I eight years, nine years. That was that long ago. Damn, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I forgot about that big slam. Yeah. Yeah. What was the big slam? I don't even remember the big slam. On the quarter pipe. Yeah. What'd you um, do? <laughs> so <laughs> drop story. It, it's one of those things when you start skating a contest sometimes, you know, like especially early rounds, like I get, su I always got super jittery mm -hmm. and like you do too much sometimes rather than just doing what you know. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go huge on this quarter pipe. I literally skated like as fast as I could from this side, like dropped in. And I was like, I'm just going to open it up with a huge flat spin. Yeah. No. First, <laughs> no. Access Was denied. Scared. Access yeah. denied. <laughs> and in that, like, thinking back on it, like, a slight push out on a quarter pipe. Talk a little closer to the mic. A slight push out on a quarter pipe when you're going that high, like, means a lot. Yeah. So um, it meant a lot to my face, too, when I smacked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so. That was but your first trick? It was one of them. I mean, it was one of the entry rounds. So I've been skating, but oh, okay. it definitely, like. In the competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <for laughs> yeah. Did you skate here yet or no? I haven't skated here yet. Now I brought my skates. It's, um, yeah, it's it's, a <laughs> it, it's one of those things. Like I, I went back and forth the whole time. Like, do I bring my skates? Do I not? Like, I, I put my skates on a few times a year now, so it's not like it used to be in being in the mode of in front of all the people. It's kind of hard being not at the top anymore, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm sure, like, as competitive as you were in that time, just, like, when you, like, see all that, like, the juices get flowing and stuff. And oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So. But I, I want to put on my skates, roll around with everyone. I mean, even if I'm not doing the craziest tricks, I just want to shake hands and, and be here, be in the moment kind of thing. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. That's a good attitude with it. I'm, I'm really boring with, like, when I, I always like starting at the beginning because I know everyone knows you. Yeah. I know we all know you, <laughs> but it would it'd be cool to, like, talk about, like, your little entry into skating and then contests because, as I know you and as every, everyone knows you, you were, like, so dominant in contests back in the day and just, like, you – it was always, like, you and Haffy at each other's throats and all this <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, so how did you get was started? Was it always that way? Yeah, it's always been that way. <laughs> um, so, so going back in the beginning, I mean, I started skating probably when I was in fourth or fifth grade, so roughly nine, ten years old. Um, and I don't know. Once, once I started, it was like just kept going forever. I mean, I was always into sports and stuff, but as soon as I started, like, getting heavy into rollerblading, like, that's all it was. Like, it turned into that. And this was back in the days where there were still, like, ASAs and those kind of regional contests that you wanted to, to skate in. So came up through like skating ASAs and um, turned pro when I was like seven, 17, 18 in high school and then kind of rode the ASA circuit oh, for so a long time. Oh, so you turned like ASA pro, like yeah. legit pro, like when we were kids, like yeah, at pro. the time, yeah, 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 when there was legit pro. Yeah, and I, like it was funny because the year before when I, when I started going to these finals events where mm -hmm. you could turn pro, you had to be in the top 10. And I remember the, the first year I went, I had got like, 11th or 12th so I missed it by just a couple spots mm. like so I had to wait a full year to go back and then I, I made it the next year but the year I made it it was actually like I mean Eric Bailey was er, Eric Bailey Haffy me Stockwell like there was a good number of people that 
everyone knows and remembers from that period. Yeah. So it was crazy. Yeah. And really feel like those ASA days kind of helped shape my skating mentality, you know, like obviously with anything else like the more you do something the better at it you get you go into contest with a different state of mind and kind of have a strategy and um yeah and then it kind of just went from there yeah i mean do you you totally had like premeditated like approach to your skating super strategic from what you're saying and like yeah um also like again very competitive like you were doing like all those lg competitions and yeah. all those things that, like i remember one year you were just like winning everything yeah there was yeah. there was one summer i can't remember the year but I think I either won or podiumed at every single one, and they used to have a stop. It was almost like every weekend or every other weekend. So, I mean, that summer kind of was the progression. And once you kind of get in that frame of mind and you're winning contest, I think it's easy to stay in that mode. It's hard to get to that that mental mindset, but then once you get there, it's like it's it's scary place to be. Like I remember skating with Haffy and, and seeing him get to that place too, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah, Gotta skate against this guy again. Now he's he's yeah. in the mode I I thought I was in. So. Yeah, I know. Watching you two, especially back in the day, go at it was was yeah. How was it was skating really with him in contest? Because yeah. it was always like you two, pretty much at the top. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, besides Haffy just being like one of the coolest guys ever. I mean, mm -hmm. he he was always a pleasure to skate with, but. Going in, it was always like, "What the hell is this guy gonna do? Like, what am I gonna, what am I gonna have to do?" That's it, what it was for us too. Watching you guys, we're like, "What the hell can you do to top this?" You know. So yeah, it was like, I mean, it was like that with a lot of people though that we yeah, used to totally. skate with. Like, I mean, you'd go to these contests and you don't know who would win. Like, I, I'm thinking like Bitter Cold Showdown, some of the like IMYTA New York, like those kind of yeah. things where you're like, anybody can win totally. this. Like yeah. everybody's out here. Everybody has different styles. Like, mm -hmm. who knows what can happen? So yeah. Wow. Speaking of like head-to-heads at contests, since where at Winter Clash, I think it'd be appropriate maybe talk about one of the biggest Winter Clash moments, I think, was when you went head-to-head -head with Julian. Yeah. Julian Cadeau when he was like this tall, like tiny little guy. What, what was that like? Did, were you expecting that at all? Like how did that feel? I, I, I remember seeing Julian around, <clears throat> but I, th I think that year was the year that like Julian was breaking out. Yeah, you know, was. everybody was taking notice, seeing him on the course, like, okay, he's a little guy, but he's, he's seriously no joke. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but still, I mean, I, I was there. I wasn't going to let a little kid beat me. <laughs> but Not as long as I'm around. <laughs> but, I mean. He came he, close, though. He did, he did really oh, well. He I held mean, his he, ground. He, he definitely held his ground. Yeah. And no I, one, I don't think anyone was expecting that. Yeah. I, 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 it came up on my feed recently and just, like, rewatched that winter clash. And, yeah, it was crazy to see everything. And that one was just so cool because. That was when Be Unique was still around, totally. you know. We had everybody there, so. Um, we were so happy to get you on the team back then. We were like, yeah, we got <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, back in those days, it just felt like a movement, you know. Totally. And especially just seeing all your buddies from um, the U.S. when you're out here is always cool, too. So mm -hmm. Totally. Mm -hmm. And so you went from, like, this, you know, contest mode going in, being super competitive and yeah. being really close with Andy, and then you moved into the Razor's mansion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that like, that time in skating? Yeah, I mean, that that time was honestly, I, I think that was the time that I put out the, I was able to put out the most content. Um, I was just able to be around skaters all the time. I mean, Denver was great, don't get me wrong, but when you live in a city, you've skated all the spots, things can get kind of stale. Moving to a new city like California, we everything's were, new. Everything's yeah. new. I mean, California dream is still intact, you mm -hmm. know, like, don't get me wrong, a lot of the spots in California are pretty perfect. Mm -hmm. um, so it was just good. It was just good being around all the skaters I was around. It's just feeding off each other, having somebody to film with every day. And 
I mean, when that's your job and you're waking up and doing it every single day and putting out sections and doing this and that, it, it was a great time. Yeah, it's like the the dream. I remember looking into the house back in the day and it was like, mm -hmm. whoa, these guys are living in a mansion mm -hmm. in California. There's like a jacuzzi in the backyard. Yeah. And like everyone just like running around like, yo, we're just gonna go. No one had to work. I yeah. was like, damn. I think I heard so you cool. say before something like the neighbors be like, what the fuck is going on? Or all these little crazy kids doing in the neighborhood. <laughs> the neighbors all working the so hard to have their yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, that was a tough situation to be in too, because I mean, that house it was huge, you know. Like there was yeah. there was American football players like that lived in our neighborhood. Yeah. So. It, it was strange too because I'm like I could never afford a house like this like I don't know anybody that lives in a house like this I know this isn't gonna last forever yeah so kind of like loving every moment of it but knowing that it wasn't gonna last forever too, yeah kind totally. of thing. and you got the master bedroom I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> when you rip like that you get the master bedroom. no that's exactly what it, that's exactly how it, it was is. funny though um, like whenever I would go out of the country or go to contest I would always, always tell Dre and everybody, don't go in my room while I'm gone. <laughs> sure enough, I'd be on social media. Damn it, these guys are in my room right now. Like, they'd they be posting party photos yeah. like, hey, we're out here. Because, of course, there were, like, a ton of parties there, like, all the time. There was, yeah, yeah. Because you, you give some, some, you know, young adults a mansion <laughs> with a jacuzzi in the back who don't have to work. It's like, yeah, you hey, know you want to come to my mansion? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Are there any, like, particular, let's say... R-rated stories that you can't. R-rated is dumbing it down, by the way, too. Like not stories that like stand out that you could talk I just, about. Not I mean, I, I remember several parties, like Halloween parties and stuff, where it was just packed full of people, like mm -hmm. walking around where you don't even know anybody. That's insane. Like, your house. Get out of my house. That's super yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, super uncomfortable. Yeah. So, so it just, got to that extent. Oh, it was to that extent. Oh, yeah, man. it was. So, so, some suspect people that you probably wouldn't allow in your totally. house were at those parties. So. Stay out of my master bedroom. <laughs> yeah, stay out. Yeah, for some, sure. some some of the, the homies definitely had like a wide variety of of a friend. Absolutely. Group. Yeah. Yeah. Dre. Dre. I wanted to pick your brain on a couple of things that you've done in the past because you've done shit still that probably has never been done. One of them was like the fakey five hurricane topsail, which I I don't think has been really done on street. To revert. Oh, to revert. Okay, let's add that to it. But um, what was that like learning that trick and doing it, finally making it that day? Like, what did that mean to you? Yeah, um, I'll tell you guys the lead up to that story. So I was filming for, that, that was in game theory. So leading up to that, I was like, okay, the section's coming along nicely. Like, I have a lot of hard-hitting tricks. But Haffy was over one day, and I was like, we were talking about the section. I was like, it's coming along good. We went to this rail the other day, the one in San Diego, that steep one mm -hmm. that I did the trick on. And he's like, don't tell me what you did on it. You did, a, you did the fakie 540 topsail, didn't you? And I was like, no. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I did a full cap true fish. And he was like, oh, like, whatever. <laughs> like, just gave me that. Like, just gave me like, oh, okay. Wow. Like, I thought it would, he, he thought I was going to do that. So I was like, kind of pissed me off, you know? Yeah. Like, I thought that was cool. Like, yeah. in, the, in the video, like, when I landed that full cap true fish, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Got totally. it. Um, so after he said that, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do that trick. So my, <laughs> my buddy Courtney came out and just wanted to show him a good time. We were skating all the spots and I kind of had it in my mind that, okay, tomorrow I'm going to this rail. I'm going to do this. And it's kind of one of those tricks, like going into it, like you don't have many tries at it, you know, like totally, you're yeah. either going to get broke off yeah, or yeah. you're going to lace totally. uh, like one of the two. Mm -hmm. So I think I got there like 
hit it a few times. Hurricane Top sold it first try, and that like was like, okay, it's on no. now. Yeah, it's on now. So went at it one time. Fakey 540 Top sold lock came off in the dirt, and then the next, the second try, it was just got it. Yeah. Damn, wow. two tries. Two tries. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I honestly don't think I would have had more than three yeah, tries. You're probably as hyped for being just relieved that you did it. Oh yeah. The fact, he actually did do it for sure. And it was just like such a cool moment because. Every, like all the homies were there. It was like Jeff Howard was there, Julian was there, Dre was there, Courtney was there. And it's C- just Courtney one, Brown was there? Uh, no, Courtney Kane. Okay. Yeah, from Denver. So just one of those moments that's like burning your mind forever where everybody was just like pumped. Yeah, you know? wow. So yeah, that's totally that, that was an awesome moment. Yeah. <laughs> definitely Bra- Brazil awesome filmed moment. that, right? Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. There was, you had some moments in that video, man. That yeah, that was, um, that was one of my better sections. I, I feel like, like, I don't, around that time was when I was feeling the best, like, skating street. Do you think that's the one you're the most proud of or, or the most memorable to you? Yeah, I, I mean, it's weird when you watch, like, your old sections. You remember the memories. So, like, some of the songs, if I could go back and change <laughs> some of the music, yeah. like, I would like to change out some songs. But when I watch sections now, it's just more like you can almost relive the day. Mm-hmm. Like, every trick is a different day, essentially, in my mind. So... Mm-hmm. So they all hold a special place. It's not one yeah, absolutely. Because they all trigger those memories. For sure. That's awesome. Were there any other tricks that you could think of, like the Fakey Five Hurricane Topsail that like stand out in your mind that you've done that you're like, fuck yeah, I did that? Um, there's a lot. I mean, you put them in front of my face and I could remember. Obviously, that that's pro- that trick probably stands out the most. Um, I don't know. Yeah, tonight during the night at the movies, it'll be cool to kind of live through. I yeah, reminisce those, on that. Yeah, reminisce and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Those like I was, I'm thinking specifically the, those hoedown events. Oh yeah, those hoedown events went like off, and everything leading up to it, like those RFCC tours that were like For just sure. before them on the way. Yeah, it was like everyone was just, like sharpening their sword, mm-hmm. and then like right when it got to like that event, it was. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Hathi actually about that the other day. I was I was like, dude, those events went off. He was like, yeah, th- those were insane. Yeah, just like yeah, then so I, I would imagine like a lot of tricks like learned at those events like you know like the day of a- absolutely yeah. like i can think back to the hoedown billy where we were skating the flat down rail yeah. like some of the tricks yeah. that everybody did yeah. that day are still tricks like if anybody did them on the street or in a park like yeah. just like oh my god there were things that were like definitely not being done before absolutely like i, I can remember one of the tricks what did you do you did topsail and instead of like hurricane it was like topsail in spin like, Farfanu, yeah, the far like, one. Yeah, I still just remember that. Like, mm. yeah, those hoedown contests, they just went so hard. Yeah, I was wa- crazy. I was watching, like, Happy's, like, Instagram the other day. He did, like, a righty soul, like, hurricane top, top soul. Yeah. yeah. And I was just, like, remembering. I was like, <laughs> oh, my crazy. God. Like, everyone was just on drugs back then. Just, like, ah! You guys are playing with that, just, rail. Like, like, it was a little, like, it was a play people. rail. And yeah. what's crazy to think is, like, nobody really got hurt on that rail. Like, everybody was lacing tricks. Like, th- those those tricks that people were doing were, like, you make it or you yeah you know, you broke like, off yeah, crazy people it was yeah like, yeah mm-hmm. what a That's time cool. yeah and the rfc events our rfcc events were awesome too just being able to be in a skate park connecting with everybody and skating with all you guys of course so mm-hmm. totally what about a uh, filming for ego because I, I remember when i met up with aj and like during the filming of that video it was like a really special time like you and dre and mike went to france for a while mm-hmm. and i feel like you guys were all pushing each other and like i remember like Looking at like the first clips, and you guys had like 70, 80 clips, just like all over Europe, just absolutely destroying it. What was that? What was that experience like? Yeah, you know, uh, one crazy thing when I look back on doing all those tricks that we did in Europe, it's just 
we were going pretty hard and to think back now it's pretty scary like if something bad would have happened trying yeah. to deal with like an injury or a serious yeah. injury in a, in a foreign country <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah so you know all about that <laughs> but yeah i mean some of those memories are awesome too i love the way the footage looks and uh yeah it was, a, it was a good time we did a lot of touring around europe back in the day so it's even cool just walking around out here. There's so many faces that I can just remember from touring around and visiting so many times. So that's what was kind of like emotional when I walked in last night, just all the feelings coming back. You know, you get out of skating for a while, but the kind of the feeling never mm -hmm. leaves. Mm -hmm. Totally. And like, yeah, it's like these events are kind of like reunions a bit. So you come through and you see everyone. And it's like, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, totally. What was the reason for your fallout with skating that you were just talking about? Was it injury? Um, it wasn't necessarily injury. I mean, there, there's kind of a lot of factors that kind of came into play. I mean, definitely it, it felt like the injuries were kind of piling up a little more than they were. Mm -hmm. um, along with that, it was like the flame was just not, not as strong as it was, you know. And then when things started falling through with the Razor House and and moved back to Denver, that's kind of when I was like, all right. All like, the signs started pointing. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm not making like the money I kind of need to survive, like to not survive, but to live my life like the way I wanted to. I never want to put myself in a situation where I was like, okay, what's next, seriously? Totally. So kind of just did like natural progression, finished my college degree, got a job, like, and then when you're working 40, 50 hour weeks, you know, like mm -hmm. everything else kind of has to take a back seat for a little while. So, I mean, still miss skating every day, but. Do do you still got the skate park named after you in Colorado? Yeah, yeah still That's have it. Cool. So once, that, a, once in a while, we'll go skate there. Um, so back in the day... Just go there and flex real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those parks. Like, roll up, the roll up to the park and like the, like the rap music really high. <laughs> just come out with the shades on. What's up, fool? Something like that. Um, but yeah, it's just... So it happened, one of my friend's moms, like they were building a park in Brighton. And we'd always had like a little dinky park that was like built in the 90s, you know, mm -hmm. just one of those ones with a cement mi or a metal mini ramp that you could like fry eggs on in the <laughs> summer and <laughs> a, just a straight up. Don't fall on that ramp. Yeah. Don't, don't fall on that ramp. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, a, and just a launch, like just one launch, like a four foot tall launch that you could just send it though. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the flat? Yeah, <laughs> just a flat. No, so so that's probably where my back problems came from. But um, yeah. So years later, they're building that skate park in Brighton. One of this kid I grew up skating with, his mom went to the city council meeting, was like, hey, you guys should name it after Brian. He's done these things. And I didn't, and when they were going to do the vote, I went to the city council meeting. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting like in the back and these people are about to vote. There's like a panel of like the city council members. Yeah. And they're like, is Brian here? And so I had to go up there and yeah. talk for a minute. And then I sit back down and it's like the judges around the room, like green button or red button. Oh, <laughs> what the hell? So I saw most of the people voted yes, and then there was like two people that voted, and I was like, "What the fuck?" What? <laughs> I see you outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What did you What did you say in your speech? <clears throat> uh, well, I can't even remember honestly. Like you know? accolades, or they were asking like what you had done, or yeah, yeah. During that time, it was just like, "Hey, what have you done? Like, who are you? Yeah. Have you grown up in Brighton?" Just kind of the normal questions you'd expect from like them. Yeah. Hmm. It wasn't, cool, it wasn't too hard then. No, it's pretty no, easy. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> And then the two reality haters, came. though. Two yeah, haters. two haters were out there. <laughs> two haters. In the were there like other like skateboarders, BMXers in the in the town that were like, "Damn, we should have gotten that." Like, oh, I'm people, sure. People pissed that it like a oh, blader I, got I, it. I'm sure. I mean, there's a lot of good BMXers and, and skateboarders in Denver. They're probably like, 
who the hell is Brian Aragon? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, <laughs> like, right? When are they going to rename the park? Are there other parks in the city named after other athletes, or are you the no, only one? I think I'm the only one, yeah. You're the only one that I've ever heard of. Yeah. And like yes. anywhere, which is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's cool for just rollerblading in general, I yeah, think. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. What are you doing now? So now I've kind of <laughs> obviously had a transition and uh, work a normal desk job, professional job. Um, I'm in IT. You suited like, up? Suited up. Mm. Not not a suit every day, but mm. yeah, it's a it's a slacks and, and button up kind of place. But yeah, it's a <laughs> IT company, managed services. I'm pretty much uh, my role. It's a Canadian company, so the the role is called site manager. And basically, my job is like I'm the connection point from my company to the client. Mm -hmm. So kind of managing like cloud environments mm -hmm. and taking care of all their devices. So mm -hmm. I actually, it, it's kind of cool because right now, Powder is one of the clients that I work with. Powder owns Woodward. So I get to work with like Richie Velasquez and oh, people so like cool. that. Yeah, so coincidentally, like just Yeah, just coincidentally. Crazy. Yeah, so uh, it's been a, it's just crazy how that worked out. But I feel like like bladers always find that out in like their professional outside like you know whether it's film or whatever like they always end up crossing <laughs> the road with someone because the community is so big yeah we're all over the place yeah. yeah that's true yeah. do people like who you work with find out like that what you used to be like you are brian aragon they're like what like do you not mention that to people well it, it's like most of the people i work with are a little older than me so even trying to explain it it's it's almost like it takes more time to explain what I did than it's worth. <laughs> like it's easier for me to just be like, "Yeah, I used to rollerblade professionally." We'll just, I'll just let you make up your mind on what that. <laughs> Figure out what that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, right but then I, I will have like coworkers like, "Dude, I looked you up on the internet. Like I had no idea." <laughs> yeah. And so, so that's always cool. But yeah, it's definitely a different lifestyle. Uh, can't say it's worse, but yeah, it's just natural progression you know totally like natural next step I, I see you being active though so you still snowboarding and yeah skating you know like work. that's kind of after skating kind of ended for so for so much of my life i mean my days and ev everything was so centralized around skating so i really didn't do anything like it was skating yeah. like what are you gonna do right i'm gonna go skate yeah i'm gonna take a vacation with other skaters <laughs> yeah <laughs> you everything take, is skating yeah, yeah. you're gonna take a vacation oh well, yeah i'm gonna take a vacation to over to skate. this country and go skate <laughs> yeah. yeah so now it's kind of like can do the things that i grew up doing that i, I still enjoy like snowboarding and obviously <laughs> I, f I fish a lot like oh so yeah i just like being in the mountains you know i'm an outdoor person so living in colorado it's kind of hard not to want to be outside and enjoying that so I still totally. put on the skates out here and there once in a while. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool to see that you're still active and doing your thing. And yeah. That's awesome. About the snowboarding, there was like that time that you and Haffy, like you put out edits, <laughs> like snowboarding and skiing edits. And then yeah. that was like the time where you guys were both just all of a sudden took it to another level in skating. Like there was the SDFS contest where you like doing like 20 foot airs in that quarter pipe. Like was that because of the snowboarding, skiing stuff? Like you guys were both together just, you know, taking it to another level. Yeah. I don't. I, I know exactly what you mean, and it, it's hard to put into words, but snowboarding and skiing is just, it, it's so different, you kind of, and we were still skating heavily at that time, too, mm. so this just kind of opens things up, like, mentally. You're not, you're not thinking about skating the way maybe you were a few months ago. You're go, going super high on these jumps, like, mm. you can do different things, and especially when you're around somebody like Haffy, I, I think just feeding off each other and totally. just going through the motions of that, but... Yeah, we kind of it did seem like we started going a little bigger. Yeah, that's, that. what, that's what it was. Yeah, you guys just 
well, you going two, huge. You two were just so competitive against each other. You guys would have been competitive at mini golf or, for sure. or pinball. <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. was in front of you guys, you guys would just go at it. You should make an edit um, of you two going crazy at mini golf. <laughs> you went half your mini golf edit. You know, we were just talking to Fab about this before, but um, talking about the transition from having lived this obviously very high stimulus life as a pro rollerblader yep. and a very free life into transitioning to you know what what you're saying a 50-hour work week you know uh, and kind of making that yeah. was that hard or and, and was it a conscious choice yeah like, it, it like this is it's time kind yeah of thing. okay for sure yeah i mean i like i said like kind of the signs were there for me it mm -hmm. was like i don't have the drive anymore to skate like i used to and i never i always wanted to like when i was done like that's when yeah. the pro that that's when time was up for me so when when I made the transition into normal like corporate life, it was difficult. Like I I just didn't know what I was going to do. Like I never had a job like <laughs> at all. Mm -hmm. So when like when I ended skating, I was like shit. I'm like 26 years old, never had a normal job. Like what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Like luckily I had my college degree, and and then I was like I don't know. I got lucky with a couple. I, I feel like I got lucky getting in somewhere and it's kind of been a natural progression from there. But I just always try to keep the same mindset. Like when you're skating, you have this focus and you're like, I can do I can do this. And maybe that's just from skating over time and the way I look at life. But things have kind of worked out, you know, going into it like that, like. So, so was it like a little tricky at first, but smooth? Like, was it hard at first or was it was it, just, it was, was super it just, hard? I mean, yeah. I mean, it was just hard going from like skating and being established and then going into a job where you're just like bottom of the total. Very humbling. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, extremely humbling situation. So, you're not signing autographs at the IT office. Then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm getting yelled at. You know, <laughs> so like get that in on time. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, life has changed, but it, it's good. It's natural progression. Things are going well. It's awesome. Do you have time to skate at all nowadays? I see you post like a random clip here or there. Yeah, I mean, I have, I, I have time. I, I should probably make an effort to skate more it's just one of those things with with life sometimes you get done with work and sometimes the last thing i want to do is go skate for an hour after there's only so much energy in the yeah in the, in that exactly time, you know? so and but. you said you were just dealing with injuries you were talking with miguel about like yeah. your back injury yeah so i've had a few injuries like after stop after i stopped skating some that kind of started from skating like back issues i mean my back, even even yeah. when I was skating in 2012. Those double set gaps, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> People like you who jump in those huge gaps. Like, how do you not have back problems? So, you know? yeah, just a, like a bulging disc issue. It started, like, back when I was skating still. But it's, like, kind of got worse as the years have gone on. So I had to do, like, some serious, like, epidural steroid injections in my back. So I've gone through, like, four of those. And what they do, essentially, is stick a long needle in your back. And it's pretty much like the gel in between your vertebrae. It's supposed to like shrink it a little bit, which it has. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now. But it's just like when you have those issues, it, it's really hard to deal with back issues. And then my wrist too. I mean, it, a lot of my sections, I always had a wrist guard on. Mm -hmm. And a while back, I went to the doctor and I was thinking, I was like, something's been wrong with my wrist for a while. Mm -hmm. I bet you I got a torn ligament or something in here. I went in there and he's like, oh, you have arthritis in your wrist. I'm like, oh, well, damn. Arthritis? Like, really? <laughs> I thought, yeah, I'm not 50. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do you deal with that then? Um, get a shot of cortisone in my wrist. And He's getting shot up yeah, left and right. Shot <laughs> up, yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, sometimes I just feel super old, especially being here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, everything has a price, you know, all that ripping. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I'm going to second guess some of those gaps back <laughs> yeah. in the day. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> 
really How do you feel about the contest here now that you're here? Any Anything uh, you're expecting? Any predictions for a winner? Yeah, I mean, I'm pumped to be back. Like I said, it was just like a flood of emotion yesterday when I came in here. Like, just all the memories, all the things, you know? But, um, yeah, everybody, I, the course looks good. It looks fun. I'm thinking back with, like, like I can still do all this shit. Like, <laughs> oh, back in the day, yeah. I would hit this launch, and I'd spin over to this. Yeah. And, no, probably won't, but <laughs> <laughs> I may roll around a little bit, but that's it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I haven't really seen, like, most of the, the pros haven't skated yet, so I don't really have any predictions at mm -hmm. this point. But Well, we're, we're going to open up for questions in a yeah. second, but uh, before I do, I was just curious, do you have any, like, favorite skaters you like seeing now out of the new guys or any, uh, any people that you like to watch? Do you watch in as a fan? Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Um, I like David Sizemore stuff that he put out recently. The yeah, edit for them. Really I mean, that was that mm -hmm. was really good. Uh, the Nils, the his Rosies, the Fifth Element one. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's not called the Fifth Element, is it? That yeah, it is. Is that what? But it's it called? is like the okay. Fifth Element. Okay. Yeah, I just thought that is. was a really cool edit, <laughs> going like old school, new school. Yeah. Uh, Sashiro, Yuto, uh, Bobby. I mean, I, I still like to watch everybody. Don't get yeah. me wrong. And if something pops up in my feed that I really want to see, I'll watch it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still cool to see. All the guys I grew up skating with, still skating like Miguel, yeah. like Robert, like I don't know how Julio still kills it so hard, but he does. <laughs> like, still makes it look yep. so good too. So, so good. I mean, it's very inspiring to see. And yeah, I have no cool. idea how John still going like right? that either. So I'm hitting the bowl yesterday. I was like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's mind blowing. Yeah, just yeah. The, the fish brain stall. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't even have to do anything. It just, <laughs> yeah, look, it just looks right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to open it up for questions. Um, everyone yeah, at home, please follow us on all of our social media platforms. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Even Just here. Gonna, you know. If you don't follow us on Instagram or anything like that, and please, thank, please do. And, you know, <laughs> thank you to our Patreon people. You're mm -hmm. making it possible for us to have these things mm -hmm. and do these things. So if you want to do that, please do support us on Patreon. It would be really nice. Much appreciated. Cool. Um, well, anybody have, have a question? <coughs> Hi, Brian. Hi. How is it to um, deal nowadays with having fun rollerblading when you like ended up with some top form and now you, you said you don't have so much time and you're in a, in a different life position. So how is it to deal with it that to have um, fun skating nowadays? It's a good question. Um, yeah, it, it is it is a little tricky. It is a little tricky to go out there and have fun nowadays, especially like you have the memories of what you used to be able to do and just you do tricks now and you really have to think about them. Like back in the day, it was like autopilot. you do them yeah. autopilot. Yeah, whatever. Body, do your thing. Like 360 topsail, 360 top acid. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Now it's like hit my shins once and I'm like, damn it. Like <laughs> did, it, did it really hurt this bad back in the day? Yeah. So it's just different. I mean... Skating will always be fun, but I, I can't say that it's not frustrating not being able to do tricks on command like I used to. So Totally. I can really yeah. do that. We have another question from anybody in the audience? We got Brian Aragon up here. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Did you pass it to somebody or no? No. Oh, yeah. We Hi. Go. Hello, Brian. Hi. It's really nice to have you here. I mean, you're a legend, man, and appreciate it for all the community. You've been such an inspiration. Uh, I do have a memory back then when uh, Happy filmed a, a section in Skate Factory in Germany 
<laughs> basically bashings and tricks that oh, yeah, do a bashing yeah. yeah both of you guys <laughs> because I've never seen like the part in which you skated that factory and do you have any memory that to share about that yeah um what city was that skate park it's uh, oh, Essen. yeah Essen. So we stayed out there. We used to stay out there every summer when we do the like the Razors tours. Like I have fond memories of skating that place with Mike and Shima, and we literally stayed in the skate park, like upstairs, and skated it all the time. So I mean, I remember having like I don't know crushing tricks on that ledge too. But I remember when Happy went out there and did all the things. <laughs> so I was like, this, this guy, <laughs> this guy, a little rude. Did little you ever rude. want to go back and and top him? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, it was one of those <laughs> things that was funny. I was like, didn't really think much of it. <laughs> yeah. What was your trick? Fakey five topsoil. Yeah, fakey five topsoil. And what was your full true fish? His full true fish, yeah. Like the, the just rail. Like, yeah, it's like the yeah. rail. Like the rail situation. Yeah, I had to take it to the rail, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Does anybody else have a, a question for our bit? Once more. Um, when you finally laced that 540 topsoil, you know, at the end, your last movie. Yeah. Um, did you call Huffy or just waited? <laughs> <laughs> That's real. I, I, I bet I can't remember exactly, but I'm sure he found out pretty quickly. I probably did call you him. Definitely actually. Call I definitely called him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Sam. Hey, cool. what's up? Uh, thanks for opening up about you and Huffy. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Like to hear all about it. Um, I actually wanted to ask a question to you lady here. So did you know Brian before? And what did you make of like rollerblade? What do you make of the winter match? Wow. <laughs> you gotta give her the mic then. Damn, put her on the spot. Um, no, I really didn't know much about rollerblading, to be quite honest. So I met Brian through a mutual friend and she had said that he was a professional skater and so I was like have no idea what that actually <laughs> 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 Story of our lives. So no, I didn't, I didn't we all got to explain it to our women. Yeah. And then clearly after we met, it just comes up in conversation. And then you see all the things that he's done and what he's accomplished. And it's you're sort of kind of taken aback and really impressed and also really proud. And um, I honestly met Brian at a point in his life when he was coming out of skating, so that whole transition I was there for, and um, he's always talked about this really great community of people, and it's not really tangible until you actually see it, and now being here and seeing all the people and that really appreciate him and then his appreciation back is just, it's really, really cool. It's, it's fun to watch and it's cool to see him in this environment, which I've never actually seen. Is this the first skate event you've been to? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking intense. That's a good answer. That was a good Sam question. Sam put it right on the that spot, was a good but question. he did very well. <laughs> Before, because we, we were talking about the you and Haffy thing, um, when you played him in, in Blade in his thing, Kay. was that easy or no to beat him? <laughs> I, I had the unfair advantage of when I lived in California, I, we were like 10 minutes away from that, that skate park. And I, I would honestly go there like, probably like five times a week. And even when I wasn't skating there with Dre or Julian, I would just go there and turn on the music and just do tricks, like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I was so, a practice box. Yeah, like and that. so while Haffy had skated a few times with me, it was like mm. I had super unfair advantage there. <laughs> <laughs>
But um, yeah, I, I think that was one of the things that Happy did when he did that. He like gave people yeah the other people the edge. The edge a bit, yeah, yeah. But that's sick. Does anybody else have a Any question? More question? We do Brian? one or two more. Oh, we got we got one up here. Then one in the back oh. too. <laughs> the infamous Rob G. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> When, when did you first meet Adam Bender? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. So, yeah, the first time I met Adam Bender, I, I was a little, little guy. Like, there was a few Colorado heads that were, like, up and coming. Like, and I was like, Adam's the top, you know, in yeah. Colorado anyway. And, and also, like, Sean Collin at the time was mm -hmm. up top, too. Like, yeah. He was on Solomon back in the day, and so we, when, whenever there would be contest events or seeing him at a skate park here and there, it was like seeing a pro to me, you know? So, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I haven't seen him in a while. Did he have his Is clothes on? Is it possible to actually <laughs> describe how he may have influenced you? Yeah, I mean, he, from growing up in Denver, he was like one of the only guys who I, in my mind, was at pro level, you know? And he was always super cool. He always treated me really good. Uh, just a little grom, you know. You just look for people to be cool with you. And you're like, ah, oh, I'm friends with a pro pretty much. So, yeah, him and his brother Luke are both awesome. And mm -hmm. a lot of respect for those guys. It's cool. Big ups to the Benders. Yeah, shout yeah, out Benders. Shout out to Benders. <laughs> Rob, can you pass that mic back? There's someone in the back who had a question before. Someone back there had a question? Someone back there? Can we pass him the mic? Yeah. Please. Thank you, everyone passing. Nice to meet you, man. Hey. Um, the whole blood money section with Abel, are you happy with like, being on the, was you happy being on the team, or how did that end, or? Well, I forgot about that controversial bit. Yeah. Why would you not want this man on your team? How did that end, really? Yeah. Well, that's a good and, question. And maybe a little refresher for everyone who yeah. doesn't know. And obviously that section was like probably one of the best I've ever growing up. And putting all the fire over it is like goodbye, Abel, but I never really understood why. Yeah, definitely. I, I'll run that, run that story back. It's been a long time. Refresher. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was a company, Abel, that came out as a frame company back in the day. Um, very unique new style of frame that kind of new to the market, you know. I had kind of... Through my progression through skating, I knew Ezekwe, and we're like really good friends, you know? So when he made the skate, ma made the frame, I was like, obviously, yeah, I'm gonna skate, I'm gonna skate for you. Um, so after a while, it just was getting to a point where I would get these frames, I would literally have to do so much work to prepare them to skate, just because I didn't, I did not like them. Yeah. Like, I just didn't, I, I didn't, I felt like they were holding me back in a way. like. I would be grooving the hell out of these yeah. on, on sidewalks. It, it, like, it was a strange design. It was. Yeah, it was. That. So they just never fit, like, never fit my style. And then I would get them to a point where I liked them. And then I had to do the same thing over. Mm -hmm. So they were also a little heavier, too. So the, the ground control frame, standard frame, everybody loves it. It's just easy to work with. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a little lighter. Everything just felt better about it. And it got to a point where I was like, okay, I have my friend here, like, I want to, I want to represent the company, but then at the same time, like, I mean, not that money was a big factor to begin with, it was like pennies I was getting for, for skating for him, and, yeah. but it just came to a point where I had to choose, like, okay, this could potentially hurt the friendship, but I got, I have to do this for me, like, I, I felt like my career was kind of, like, 
do I pick skating better or do I pick like holding on to a frame yeah. that I don't like? And I chose to start skating the frame I wanted to skate, which was the ground control. So soon after, like when I stopped skating for him, I remember like I was in Kansas at the time filming with AJ for Ego at, mm -hmm. the, at the time. And I just remember Azikway was pissed. I remember Kevin Dowling was pissed. Like a lot of people were just like, this guy's just in it for the money. Like, <laughs> and just the talking shit. Yeah. Bright like, lights. Not like big bucks. Like yeah. who's getting paid the yeah. big bucks skating exactly. frame. So yeah. then a few months rolls around. It's like the daily bread came out and I was like, they really paid for a full page ad to knock like pretty much talking shit on me, like sold your soul to the devil, like yeah. kind of thing, you know? So kind of took it personal, like that kind of fueled how the rest could of that not? section. How yeah. Could you not? You have yeah. To so I took it's it super personal. personal. Yeah. But ultimately, I, I mean, I have no regrets about the decision I made. I mean, I, I think if you're skating, you obviously should do whatever you feel is right for yourself and going to help you progress. And that's what I did. And I mean, I, I, me and Ezekiel are cool. If I saw him right now, I'd give him a big hug, you know? Yeah. So it's just a point in everybody's life when you're doing something. He's passionate about that. I'm passionate about something else. So met in the middle a few years later. And yeah. I mean, it happened. It was yeah. a story, you know? Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Blading needs controversy, man. Yeah, That's for tight. sure. <laughs> Did AJ egg you on to film that or was that your idea? The burning it, of the, the I mean, thing. it's AJ. <laughs> yeah, it's AJ, That's, dude. Why, that's why I asked that. That's why I asked he that. He totally yeah. was like, yo, you should do. <laughs> yeah, a AJ the instigator, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, good question, man. Yeah, yeah that was a good. great question. That was a great question. We could maybe do one more if anyone wants yeah, to Yeah, we can do one. Anybody? Does anybody else have a question Brian for Aragon? Brian Aragon? Anybody? No. Oh, we nope. have one right here. Oh, and then that'll be the last one right, right. here. Last one right here. Hey. Kids, man. Oh, we got two more. Grown with your reads and stuff. Thanks. Yeah, everyone asks, what do you miss the most from being pro player and now coming to a different style of life and stuff? What do you miss the most? Um, I guess just the freedom. Just being able to skate with my friends, do whatever I wanted to, when I wanted to, not having such a, a structure, and just all the all the traveling, all the friends, like all the memories. It's definitely a lifestyle you don't get many other ways. Yeah, it's a very unique lifestyle, so definitely I think I'll probably always miss that part. Totally. It's hard to come down memories. from that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's really hard to come down from that. Chances you want to get back here somewhere. Sorry? Chances if you want to get back here somewhere. <laughs> 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 Thanks. <laughs> did anyone say, did you say one did more? Was, uh, did you have with the hair? You, okay. You with the hair. You with the hair. <laughs> <laughs> He's got hair. All right. You with the hair. <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, did you train some other stuff like uh, physical training besides the skating when you were pro to keep you in shape with all the belts and stuff? Yeah. And do you still do? That? Yeah. Um, it, it was funny. In skating, I broke my ankle one year. Um, and it was just like I was, off, I was off for, I don't know, three months after when my ankle was healing, you know? So... I really just didn't, I, obviously I wasn't working. I was just sitting at home like, what am I doing? Like, I need to get back. So that's kind of when I started going to the gym, like started lifting, started training, doing that. And then kind of through the rest of my career, after that happened, I think I was 21, 22 when I broke my ankle. It kind of just carried on. It, I, I don't know. I can't say that it helped, but I, I feel like it did. And I, 
either way, I felt like it gave me an edge over everybody else because a lot of people really weren't doing it at the time. So, I mean, I, I really tried to go into skating and it was a job to me, you know? It was what I wanted to do and I, I felt like it was making me better. So, yeah, still train and still try and go to the gym. I'm just old. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were talking about with Fabio a little bit. Like, you can tell when people actually train for their skating, like, more than just skating every day, like, something other physical activity. Yeah. Like it makes a difference in your skating. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. Well, dude, it's been amazing. Hell yeah. Cool. Thank you this for sharing your time and sharing everything with us. Yeah. Good to see all you guys. <laughs> I also wanted to give a big shout-out. We want to give a big shout-out to Yo-Yo for organizing this and helping us get out here. All you guys for coming out. Everyone who helped out. Jonas helping us out. Everyone, all the whole crew. Yeah. Um, and I want to say thanks to everybody, too. It's awesome to see everybody. Billy, Austin, thank you guys for having me. I've been yeah, wanting to be on for a while. So. Cool. Hell yeah. All right, we'll see you later. Awesome Peace. Thanks.